Good friends of the show, Ethan Meyer and Daniel Tyag, join me today to talk about Grand Theft Auto V. It's one of our favorite games of the year. Uh, we talk about that. We talk about uh, games that come out annually, uh, just with little refinements. You know who you are. Uh, we talk a little bit about uh, our, our feeling of prequels and remakes uh, towards the end, and it's basically a roundabout conversation about uh, the excellence of Rockstar's new game. Uh, i got to be honest, I, I do miss doing these weekly i feel like the the podcast is something that i really truly enjoy but uh, as any uh, longtime listener knows uh just with the amount of work that i've had recently i just have fi- found less and less time to uh, put these together so you know i hope that you're enjoying the quality of the programs uh, as they come out you know by monthly i know that we've had you know two or three weeks break between a couple of them uh, but anyway, uh, like always, you know, it's important to kind of get uh, it, the uh, the show uh, heard about and read about. And of course, iTunes reviews help there, give us a little profile. So I would uh, urge you to go on over to iTunes and leave us a uh, review and rating. Uh, tell your friends. If you enjoy the program, share it with your friends and family. Let them know uh, that we cover this wide range of media and uh, explore the obsessions and passions and loves of many of our guests, not just their uh, their jobs in the industry, but uh, ranging from everything from movies to video games, books, music, and everything. So, uh, like like I said early, early, early in the uh, in the history of this podcast, it's always important for me to continuously refine this program. And if it's better uh, to you, then it's better for me. So, if you have any input iTunes reviews definitely help out there, too. So, uh, Grand Theft Auto V, we had a nice, long conversation about that today. I hope you enjoy it. That's today on the Debatable Podcast.
beautiful and so stupid. Yes, you will. No. Oh my god. This is amazing. Isn't that good? Already. That, that's my gaming chair. We're back. <laughs> of course yeah. it is. It's your sleeping chair. It's gonna be weird for me to like to talk no, I, feel like, okay. I feel like <laughs> you're both are, you both are not going to be pointed towards the microphone well, okay. talking while I'm behind you. Say, but don't, <laughs> we wanna, don't we want to angle towards the I microphone? Like because <laughs> if I'm angled towards you... This is a, but see, this is a very, like, you know, Pulp Fiction. I'm the guy in the back seat that's going to get his head blown off. Okay, so then what, so are <laughs> you saying... Ethan's already yeah, got his, like, how his arm over, yeah, over I'm, the chair. I'm protecting myself. I don't so are you saying that we should, we, should st we should face this way the entire time? This is the weirdest angle ever. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like we're, like, podcasting on an airplane. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Greg's in the back of the bus. <laughs> yeah. You face forward at all times. So, guys, how are you doing? Chinese fire. Oh, sorry. Uh, starting off with some racism. Yeah. Uh, I would like to remind everybody that the last time that Ethan was on the podcast, he offended some uh, specific mm. listeners. Who did he offend? Well, I can imagine. But... Because we did a little bit of uh, some, some listener mail, and uh, oh, okay. Ethan was, was uh, what would you say? You were, you were riffing? Abrasive? You were Char riffing a little bit. Charming. Mm. Charming, riffing, um, doing a little comedy, and uh, maybe a little offensive comedy. I mean, like, like racially insensitive, or like specifically, specifically towards someone like you, you got, you got their goat. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, this is fucking stupid. Turn, turn. Let's turn together. We, we can't though. How can yeah. this how is can, so ridiculous? Because, all right, I'm gonna I'm audience, just, audience. This is me facing Greg now. He okay. can hear. You, they can hear. Level it. I'm going to level out the. the I don't know if that's gonna work. Let me hear. Let me hear the. Um, let me give me the uh, headphone. Okay. Real quick. All right. All right, we're doing a sound test. We're doing a sound, sound check. We started already, but we we're going to do a sound, sound, sound check. Be this is just like the Grateful Dead, man. This is live. This is live. This is raw. It is. All right, so I'm facing towards Greg at this point. Okay, Ethan, and you, I, talk, you talk towards me. I talk towards you. Talk towards okay, me. Okay, oh gosh, let me turn around. Okay, now I'm talking towards Greg. Okay, now talk towards there. Talk. <laughs> Apparently we're playing a game now. Now we're, now we're testing now we're it's so that much way. better. We're, it's better when we're facing the microphone. Right. Guys, I think we discovered something <laughs> about... Okay, wait, so we have to talk audio theory. in the vicinity of the microphone. Yeah. Okay, okay when, so... Somebody okay. write this shit down. When you face the microphone... Okay, I have a better idea. I have, we'll do it like we did last time. Dan. We'll do it live. We'll do it live! You write it, and we'll... Here, give me, right. just give yeah, me the dog's this. in the way also. Yeah, just yeah. give me this. Okay, oh, you got the dog. Come here, Olive. This is the dog screwing up the wires. There we go. Okay. Greg, it's a good thing you're just in town on the show. Whoever <laughs> the producer is. Yeah. We leave a lot to be This tired. is why people got offended the last time. Okay, now oh, point this is why me. I'm offended. Okay, so now we're now we're all kind of facing the microphone. I feel like this is better for everyone. I feel like this we're we're like sense. huddling together for this warmth is, or something. Yeah. We did this last time. Well, we who's, who's we? Me and him. No, no, no. Uh, we, we, no. This is how we were when. Oh no, we had separate. We mics had several microphones when Hanyak was a part of. It. So, so it wait, sounds better. Any engineers out there that want to give Greg a call and uh, complain about this segment? No, yeah. this sounds amazing. Sing, this sounds amazing. Sing complaints to Greg Sadashny at hotmail.ex. <laughs> .co.uk. Oh, I thought it was, was uh, Sadashni at audiospecialist.com. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. Go on. This is why his LinkedIn page. You already <laughs> offended people before. 
You know, you remember, you remember this. Well, I didn't. I didn't know that the. Uh, I didn't know the owner of LinkedIn listened to your podcast, and he got upset when He's I made fun fan. of him. I apologize. He just about the dungeon work. Yeah. Let's not start that again. <laughs> I, I'm not going to start it up because we're not in the dungeons. There's nothing to comment on. So Ethan is back in town. Lucky, luckily, he was able to uh, pull himself away from his busy schedule. What are yep. you doing right now? Are you employed? I'm I'm a producer on a show where people search for houses internationally. Oh yeah. You might you might say instead of searching, you might say they hunt for houses. Interesting. Internationally. That's awesome, man. That's I great. don't know what show that is. You have to figure it out. All right. I Think will say uh, November nineteenth, Tuesday. Wait, Tuesday, November nineteenth at ten thirty. You can see my first episode on there. Of uh, some cool cats moving from Nashville, Tennessee to Potsdam, Germany. Hmm. Enjoy. Awesome. You doing some traveling for this? Uh, I went to Amsterdam for Labor Day, and then that's about it. Most of the time I'm in, I describe my job as I am the guy in the office telling Jason Bourne which way to run. <laughs> that's so, a good like, job, man. Yeah, so, I mean, it's not the job. I don't think anyone ever grew up saying, like, man, I wish I could be Q. <laughs> Telling James Bond how to use all this shit and then not get to use it. A lot of people, I would imagine as the time has gone on, people have gotten away from the jock point of view and more to the nerd point of view. So maybe Q is a little more popular than he was in 1965. I think it's fair to say that people have relented to an understanding that they won't be James Bond. Yeah. 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 They'll take Q now. Q is a a runner-up. Yeah, Yeah. Q's got health insurance. Yeah, he's employed. He is. Q has money. He is. It's got a one-letter name. That's awesome. Yeah, it is pretty awesome. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. So I imagine that as busy as you are, world traveling, that you don't have very much time to to relax and play video games, though. Well, I, I try to make time. That is kind of my decompression of choice Yeah. video games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that means I have like 45 minutes a night, if that, to much, kind of yeah, settle yeah. down. That's, that's hard to get into anything. Yes, no, it really, it really is. It really, yeah, you're I kind of... I played the opening, it yeah, was yeah, 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 you're like, yeah, like, I think, I think I played like the first like 20 minutes of, um, uh, uh, wait, I always forget the name. D something. It came out in the spring. Uh, it was a Dishonored. Dishonored. Yeah, yeah. And I remember playing for like 20 minutes, and then I got like away for like a week, and I came back and had no idea what was fucking. <laughs> right. I couldn't remember anything. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I have to like pretend like it never even happened. Halfway through the first level. Yeah, minutes. seriously. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. through the cutscene. Yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't remember what the guy's name was. I'm All like, right, I know here's, my, here's my plan for success. Okay. Number one, quit your job. Quit your jobs. That sounds good. Number Employment two. is a big hurdle when yeah. it comes to video games. It can be, it gets in the way. It's, yeah, it's hard when yeah. you have free, yeah no free time. It's yeah. not cool. It's, yeah. Especially you know, part of the things with my my job too is it's time zones. It's like you know I'm right. dealing with people who like wake up at weird times. Right. Like my sleep schedule like screwed up and yeah sometimes I just want to sometimes I want to play a hardcore game and there's other times that I just want to fuck about for an hour. Right. right. And I think the the fucking about would probably take more precedence, right? Oh yeah. Because Way it's, more. it's easier to just kind of collapse somewhere than it is to yeah. start your game console up. And yeah. then you know, get into yeah. any sort of. If you have to go deep, yeah. If you have to go deep into some sort of story and kind of build up your experience and yeah. all that, that commitment is that, that might yeah. as well be work. Exactly. Yeah. And trying to remember who like a side character is like three right. weeks later. Yeah. You're like, I remember you did a little thing three weeks ago, mm-hmm. yeah. which in the game world is like two hours. Yeah. Exactly. And you're like, but it's exactly. been three weeks. I don't remember. I remember I was right before Mass Effect Three came out. I picked up Mass Effect Two and uh, I had played it through but then I started playing it again and I I put it down for whatever that was six mm-hmm. months or whatever picking it up again and I'm like 
what did this character do? This character's asking me to go do this <laughs> yeah, thing now. Exactly. What am I supposed yeah. to do? I, I think actually the last time I was on the show we were talking about video games and yeah. I was talking about picking up Skyrim again. Yeah. And I did. And I think I think I may have talked to you about this, but I mean, you know, you jump into that game after it had been like two years yeah. since I played Skyrim and I just it was hard for me to get back into it, but I just imagined that my character had severe amnesia. Exactly, yeah, yeah. And I'm like walking up to people and they want to kill me, and I don't remember yeah, yeah. why. Yeah, yeah. But I deal with the situation. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a familiarity there, but you're very much like uh, like uh, Guy Pierce and Memento. Yeah, exactly. Fragments. <laughs> I walk up to, to Uthgird. Have I told you about my condition? No? Okay. It's weird. And when he boots up, uh, when he boots up Skyrim, it, the opening credits are he murders Joey Pantoliano. Yeah. So that's pretty cool with a sword. Yeah. 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 Which is weird. I would pay to see Memento replaced in uh, in in, yeah, <laughs> in some Nordic swords and yeah. armor. Some Nordic. Yeah. Uh, I would watch the and... Memento. <laughs> yes. It would be awesome. Yeah. Be... So I gotta imagine though that as far as commitment to it, since you don't have very much time and we're all getting older, we don't have as much time being employed and everything. That one of the way that one of the ways that this generation uh, happens to stay current or interested in video games is that we have a lot of uh, there are a lot of people that do casual games but there's also got to be games that you can drop in and out of and you get stuff out of it and probably the biggest example is a GTA game like Grand Theft Auto game everybody knows that you know these are games that are you know somewhat built around a skeleton of a story but absolutely a lot of people that, play that game, yeah, yeah more than than any other that I, that I've played in recent memory all right. the like AAA games have had very strong stories and right. GTA is not very strong in that yeah. department yeah. yeah I think it's almost it's famous for its experiences Right, and as opposed to characters, like a particular mission or something yeah. that happened. That yeah. There's that, but there, there's even the stuff that you create. Like, yeah. Exactly. Like, oh, yeah. Towards the end right. of a play session, I think we've all done this. You'll just start fucking around. Exactly. Like, oh, let me see what yeah. happens when I throw this grenade into this. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Runs a police army helicopter. Exactly. You start running, and that's you know. It's the sa- be- it's the sandbox. It's the ex- yeah. uh, the experimental yeah. sandbox. Yeah. You feel like um, that is what you do the most. Do you just go around shooting people? Like, do you find that you're more, when it comes to open world games, do you focus on doing the mission in the campaign? Or do you, like, is the, is the lasting memory of your experience with GTA 5 or GTA 4 that you've gone around and were shooting people or you're getting away from the cops with four stars or whatever? What was it? I mean, I think I had a lot of fun with the missions. I think we were talking about this, um, uh, you know, kind of when it first came out. Yeah. You were kind of hating on the missions. I think I enjoyed them more than you did. But then for GTA Five, for GTA Five, yeah. and then I started playing the online, you know, pretty regularly, and I found that I haven't finished the game yet. I think I'm still like two or three missions away from the end. Mm-hmm. I found that it's easier to just jump on online, and like maybe you're online or some of my other friends, or maybe I'm just messing around. Yeah. That's easier, and I can just do random missions, right. screw around, and then hop back off. And it's it's only been yeah. like 45 minutes or something. So I'm, I'm I was say, shockingly enough, I don't have any friends, so I don't usually hey, play GTA. That's online. not true. <laughs> I'm sure um, we can. Are you playing on PS3 or Xbox? I'm Xbox. I'm on Xbox, but yeah, I think the thought of I think when professionally you do nothing but speak to other people, the idea of having to speak yeah. to people in your free time yeah. is like that's too much. Plus, that bridge got burnt. Uh, I don't know if you played a lot of first-person shooters, but the shit talking. Like at a certain oh, yeah. point is yeah. so offensive. <clears throat> yeah. Oh my god. That it ruins your experience. Yeah. Then, yeah, and you get people who are like good to the degree that you're just like you're they break the game to yeah. it. You're just mm-hmm. like, oh my goodness. Hack yeah, hack sores. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like, how did you get a headshot yeah. on me? Yeah, well, I mean I mean yeah. I'm more proud of them for playing video games rather than masturbating, but still like 
They have not, too much food. Their eyes are still going to burn out. That's probably true, yeah. <laughs> I'd say a good 30 to 40% of my experience with GTA 5 so far has been a, a steady stream of hate speech just pumped into my yeah. my headset. Well, just before. getting on the first night, um, I got to say, like, hearing white kids probably from the Midwest. Now who's around being racist. They were white kids. Well, you don't know that they were from okay. the Midwest. Okay, that's yeah. true. Yeah. But throwing around the N-word. And, oh, sure. Yeah. They had very not nice things to say about our president as yeah. well. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I, I mean, granted, the one thing that I talked to Fernando, and I think I mentioned this to you, Dan, is that like one of the biggest things is that kind of the overuse of the N-word in GTA 5. Like, every time you're in a Franklin mission, it's like, how yeah. do we make this real? Well, yeah. every sentence oh. starts with the N-word. you mean, like, in the actual game? Yeah, in the actual game. No, no. see, I didn't see that. I didn't see that as a That didn't bother deal. you? Not really. I mean, not... You, you didn't hear it any more than I think you would hear it in, like, a Tarantino movie or... Really? You know, <laughs> it was I mean, like every, every sentence started or ended with the N-word. Yeah. Fernando was like, this is, this is more than I've ever heard any uh, black person say it in real life. Hmm. <laughs> to be fair, I don't think Fernando really is around black people that much. Let's be honest, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is the whitest I mean, of my I don't, friends. I don't think the Bethesda Country Club lets, you know. That's true. He is a, he is a card-carrying member. I imagine him in a Cosby sweater. Yeah. yeah. Well, you always, don't need to imagine it. Yeah. It, was always, it was always weird when we were on his the, 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 the podcast that he used to do, which I don't remember the name because I don't care that much, is right. he would, when he'd stop recording, all of a sudden his British accent would come back. <laughs> Which is really weird. Just imagine. Right. He'd put yeah. on that. Yeah. He'd be like, great show, chap. And I'd be like, thanks, Fernando. Yeah, much like the rest of the cast of The Wire. Yes, exactly. Just like McNulty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's Dominic Westing us. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think, okay, so when I think about GTA V, which is, without a doubt, one of the biggest uh, video games that has come out, not just this year, but ever, $800 million in its first day. That's mm, a, sure. insane. I mean, they, they talk about the industry. I just read this thing a couple of days ago that the games industry makes $82 billion more than movies wow. per year. $82 billion. That's pretty insane. I mean, that, that makes sense if you consider that video games are bought by lots of people and they also are way more expensive. Yeah. You know, if, yeah. if the same amount of people... Are they, though? They're 3D... It's going to get there. It's going to be $60. Yeah. yeah, it will be. A, a 3D IMAX is, at, what, like yeah. 25 yeah. Then Maybe in New York, like, a lot more. It's like 400 Yeah. 400 for a 3D IMAX. Isn't it like $25 up there? Yeah. 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 I think to see gravity up there, it was like... It was like 50 bucks. For That's people. ridiculous. Two people. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Welcome to But I mean, 60 bucks for, <laughs> yeah. for a video game. But yeah, also you're getting, but I mean, yeah, with, with video game, like, if you break down it by dollar, you know, if you're buying GTA for 60 bucks, you're, you're probably spending like a dollar for every, like, I don't know, like, second to your plan. I mean, you're not, you know, it's like the, the ratio is way, yeah. it's crazy versus yeah. a movie where like, you know, Gravity, as much as I loved it, you know, I it was basically like a dollar every, mm -hmm. like, three minutes. Yeah. This is going out of my pocket. Mm -hmm. which You're getting a, a much vaster epic <laughs> oh, experience. Absolutely. Yeah, endless and and surprising. And, yeah, I think it so. ended up being when I finished uh, GTA Five, being like 35 hours a character that you spend. Huh. I mean that, if you, which is quite a bit. Yeah. If you think about it that way, you know you're you're making money. Yeah, yeah. At that if point, if you think yeah. about how much cancer you could cure in that time, <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. But how much, we how much cancer am I curing in my not GTA time? <laughs> Very little. Well, you might just not be running over hookers. Oh wait, you do that yeah. in the game, not outside of the game. Yeah. 
Uh, he doesn't run him over. His car doesn't have the suspension for it. Yeah. <laughs> you get him under the wheels and. Oh. But yeah, but much nice. like but much like everything that all these big big games that come out big AAA titles. I mean, there's got to be some criticism here. Were either of you disappointed by anything when you're picking up this game? You put it in. First of all, let's talk about the the visuals. The visuals are amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're this good. world building is amazing. Yeah. yeah. But do you feel like, what would you say that you're critical of? What do you think they didn't do as well? Or maybe they weren't as I mean, successful? What, what I mentioned this, uh, the story in GTA V, I think, is, is a flat point for me. And I think, I think the whole uh, concept of GTA is screwing around. Yeah. And that's what the characters do in the game. They're just going from, you right. know, messing around here to messing around there, maybe robbing a bag here or that. Right. Um, and the, there's very little story, whereas the games that we talked about, you know. Right. Well, you're building. You're, it's built into the mechanic. For yeah. people who don't know, you you can skip between the characters. You can mm-hmm. move between the characters. Right. Often during missions, you're forced to. I guess it, it would be hard to have a cohesive story. Yeah. In that instance, and, and the the gameplay is so experimental that maybe they wanted to focus on right. on that. But what I mean is, it's built in because you have this character Trevor. Who's really just blow shit up, mm-hmm. act like a fucking crazy crazy man. My mm-hmm. favorite character. Your yes. favorite, a lot of people's favorite character. Yeah. yeah. But do you feel like to to me like as I'm playing the game, uh, not only is the the story kind of lacking, but the dialogue is too. I feel like the dialogue like in scenes is it's written to be almost realistic how people mm-hmm. talk, but it it suffers from kind of like first draftism. It doesn't yeah. feel like they I, tightened up any anything of a scene when Michael and Trevor are yelling or yeah. bitching at each other. Yeah. It just seems like. It, it goes on too long, and the and what they're talking about is kind of empty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're talking like uh, I don't know how much you want to spoil it, but I mean, Fuck you know, it. This when, is, this when is they're in the graveyard guys. talking about right. uh, you know the the dead partner and who's been lying to who, it's like at that point they've already explained that. They explained yeah. it several hours ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like, why is this a beating big deal? the dead horse about know. it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree with the dialogue. I, li- I like a lot of Trevor's lines. Trevor's maybe, maybe it's the way he delivers them. I think yeah. he's kind of the wild card. I mean, he's, I think, you know, the other guys are, are kind of, I mean, Franklin and, and Mike, I think we kind of know where, who they are and where they're yeah. from and where they're going. There's not yeah. really a surprise there, whereas it Trevor's kind of, kind of yeah. unhinged. Really I mean, it's, it'd be, it's kind of like, actually, it's funny, I'm reading a book about, um, oh gosh, what's his name? Wait, you're it's, reading a book? Yeah, it's really weird. Um, <laughs> it's about one time a year. Uh, but he was, he was, what am I, oh, am I kicking his things? Sorry. Sorry, I, I don't sit still very well. Um, uh, that was Olive. But uh, yeah, no, there's a, um, but there, I was reading a book by, um, about, a wrestler, a guy called The Masked Man, and he writes a book about pro wrestling, about the history of pro wrestling. He had a thing about when, like, Luthez, who was, like, the original guy, who was, like, this kind of square-jawed, you know, military, you know, white bread type of guy. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they brought in Gorgeous George with this crazy long blonde hair mm-hmm. and just and just changed everything. And everyone's like, oh, that's what you could... And that's what I feel like yeah. you had the two guys... Like okay, they're what you know, Mike well, and Trevor. Kinda, they, then Trevor comes in, and you're like, oh, yeah, like that's this yeah. fun, crazy. Like there's exactly. not a logic per se, except for his, which it, I don't know. It felt like I've heard it described that, that, that Michael and Franklin are the typical GTA characters that we've played before, and yeah. Trevor is the GTA gamer that what he, yeah what he or she does that's in a very game. accurate way. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. You know. And I, I like when you look at Trevor, especially if you're looking at it, you know the promo material where you're like, I'm not gonna play as this guy. This guy looks right. looks lame. And then like you get into it, and I, I don't play as anybody else for the most yeah. part. Yeah. You know, it Have just you, fits. Did you guys see? I think it was at San Diego Comic Con. Uh, did you see the actor who plays Trevor? 
coming down into the audience when an audience member asked him to to a kind of uh, say fuck you to him. Did you see this? <laughs> no. I heard. I heard about it. It's so it funny. Though. It's yeah. a, we'll watch it after this. It's so funny. And he, he actually comes down into the yeah, audience. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and he do, he does it as him. He's like storming up to him. He's like fuck you. And it's so great. It's nice. so great. Nice. Um, I feel like one of my favorite parts of the game in the actual campaign is whenever you skip to a character after you've been playing for a stretch with another character, mm -hmm. that they have these little moments where you're reintroduced to where that character was sleeping or where right. they're walking. Yeah, or whatever. I like that. A lot. And Trevor has the best ones. He'll be like, he'll wake up in a desert, wait uh, in a in a in a uh, dress or something, yeah. or he'll he'll fall out of a dumpster where he was sleeping mm -hmm. or something. Just really yeah. funny little yeah. shtick. The ones that always disturbed me were when you'd come back to him in the apartment in Los Santos, and yeah. he'd be like getting out of bed, and there'd be like a dude in the bed in his pajamas <laughs> yeah, crying. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. That was weird. That yeah, was a little yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah. But still, you know, you roll with it. And he's had, he has no problem going both ways, it seems. And it's, whatever works. And it's it's whatever works. Uh, Ethan, what, what have been your your um, most memorable moments that you've taken out of it? Have you played it all online or only... I haven't played it online yet. Um, I'm still kind of working my way through the main story. I'm like 55% through, mm -hmm. I think. Um, I think it ends officially at seventy six or something like that. Okay. It's not, so you're not too far. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm in the. I put in some decent amount of time. It's not like other games where it's like, well, I like the opening credit. Yeah. Part. Right. yeah. Um, okay. Wait. The the other thing I was talking about was David Shoemaker is the author. It's called Squared Circle: Life, Death, and Professional Wrestling. Mm -hmm. I just want to make sure I properly sure, sure. didn't just say. I'm sure the, you know the book with the the things <laughs> the, guy. the guys. Um, I think for me, I, what I'm I always take away from it. Is, is just how amazed I am at the size of the world and how alive it is and how you mm -hmm. always stumble across different things. Yeah. Like, just, I think the last time I played, I was driving along, kind of, I guess, the West Coast Highway, whatever the hell you want to call it, and all of a sudden, like, you saw, like, I, I pulled over and I found, like, basically, like, the beginning of No Country for Old Men where it's a bunch of, like, basically, dead people, yeah, yeah. and then, like, there's one guy, like, don't take the money, yeah, and you yeah. take it. And yeah, I was yeah. just like, isn't that cool? Like, that's that not even a story. Yeah, yeah. Like, it literally, like, isn't any, it's yeah. not in it. A mission is not, yeah. like, just little stuff like that. You're, yeah. Like, yeah. They built it in from, uh, from Red Dead Redemption. That yeah, was one Red thing Dead that, like that. that uh, carried over, and I think yeah. it's really good. Those little moments, the what is it, strangers and uh, freaks. freaks. Yeah. Yeah. So you're running into these random things, and that was mm -hmm. yeah, that no country from old men, for old men. W one of my favorite parts is that they're constantly referencing LA-based movies and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. So of course the heists are very heat-like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, there's that sequence. Uh, did you get to that mission where uh, Michael pulls down the house on stilts? Oh, yes. sure. Yeah. Very Lethal Weapon 2. I don't know if you remember that. As I'm doing it, I'm like going up there and he's taking a chain out of the back of his truck. I'm like, I turned to Monique. I'm like, are they doing Lethal Weapon 2? Yeah. And, they, and he pulls down the house and on stilts. It's great. Yeah. Little moments like that. Yeah. I, th yeah, I think that's, for me, it's mostly the little, not even, I mean, just the little moments of just how much care and thought they put into the world. Right. That's what always impresses me. Right. I feel like. Feels living. Yeah, the old, you know, in the old days, we granted that there'd be so much pop up or pop in or. Yeah popcorn or whatever and now it's just nice to kind of be like kind of seamless to a yeah. degree and the fact that you can still get killed by cougars i really enjoyed the fact yeah. that they brought that over from red dead redemption <laughs> there, there i was is. like hey there's a cougar i wonder if they i'm like yeah. ah come on like only you know. a few animals in the game but i think i i tend to hang out with cougars most often they yeah, just yeah. come out of the woodwork yeah. just yeah. like just like in real life for you yes <laughs> you uh do you guys uh do you guys like 
Did, did both of you play GTA 4? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you remember uh, what you thought really worked in that game and maybe what you were expecting going into GTA 5 that they w- that would hold over from GTA 4? I, mean, I remember um, it was a really big improvement on the visuals. Obviously. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, character interaction stuff was a little annoying. Yes. I think everyone yeah. was annoying. Yeah, the hanging out. Yeah, getting a yeah, call yeah. from... Oh, yeah, definitely. Cousin, let's go bowling. I'm in the middle of it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 right, right. Like um, but yeah, in the story, I'm trying to remember the story. I, I think, I think actually they did have more of a focus on this, uh, this immigrant character kind mm-hmm. of, you know, coming to the U.S. and, and trying yeah. to make his own. But... Yeah, I remember it, it not matching up right with the, it felt like it was a little too serious for a GTA game where it'd be like, mm. oh, Nico, you need to do mm-hmm. this, you need to do yeah. and then all of a sudden he'd be like, let's kill 7 million people, and, yeah. right, right. and then he, it felt kind of like... The story didn't match with what most people were doing in open world, or even just the other missions. Yeah. Yeah. I felt kind of you know removed from each other. Yeah. Did you guys, either of you guys, get a chance to play the uh, downloadable content? Uh, Gay Tony and yeah, uh, I played. I played both. I played. You played both and was Lost. It? Yeah, the Lost. Lost. That was one of my favorite parts of GTA Five. Isn't it? In the very beginning, you're like, yeah. oh. There's Johnny. So, so <laughs> there goes Johnny. So spoiler: the main character in The Lost, which was their motor motorcycle uh, club, you mm-hmm. know, basically their Hell's Angels club, in uh, in uh, The Lost and the Damned, uh, downloadable content. Johnny, you know, he was a big part of it. Yeah. So for it's kind of a shock to anyone who played that that the first time you see Trevor, he kills Johnny, yeah. <laughs> just smashes <laughs> that, his head that in within me. about. 10 yeah. seconds of seeing you're like hey it's, it's oh. Johnny oh yeah. and that's the first time you see Trevor right mm-hmm. and, yeah. that, and that's, mm-hmm. that scene actually was like kind of disturbing to me yeah sure like, I mean I guess you're supposed to get something out of it if you know the character which yeah. you know, I, I think makes it more disturbing but yeah, yeah. I'm just like okay this guy just killed some guy randomly yeah yeah after fucking his uh, girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, how am I supposed to like this person? <laughs> was it? A, can we do meth now? Was yeah, that what she said afterwards. That was yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then somehow they turn it around, and, and Trevor becomes your favorite. Character. Yeah, they definitely. Yeah, they definitely introduce him in a very strange way, and it is interesting to, to kill your darlings in that way of mm. to to have a whole downloadable content thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Introduce him for fifteen yeah, seconds, yeah. he's gone. Yeah, absolutely. I think that tr- the thing with Trevor too is that you know he's it's not that he's uh that you can basically do anything as him and he is id unleashed you know he has no no thing that is trying to keep him on the straight and narrow he doesn't listen to laws of man yeah. laws of anything just yeah. you know he is he also unleashed. Has, he has no good haircuts <laughs> he has a great fucking stash yeah, though he's got the good stash <laughs> he's got a great stash yeah no he definitely what, what I like about him what I like about him and what I don't like about the other two characters based off of my 55% of the game is that for him, it feels like he has an inter- an internal code that makes sense to him right. that is always constantly surprising us. Yeah. Like, it's, ki- it's kind of in a way of, like, you know, watching, for me, like a Parks and Rec into season five, and they keep finding new ways of, of surprising you with the characters, but at the same yeah. time it, having it fit them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like with, so far at least, again, 55%, Michael and, and Franklin, I haven't been surprised yet. There's never been a yeah. moment of, like, oh, isn't that funny? Like, most of the time, I'm like, okay, that seems right, yeah. about, like, there's not... A lot right. of yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense, you know. Like like Trevor is really random, but his actions sort of make sense to him, and, and yeah, this makes it, sense yeah. to you. But with, with like Michael and um, and Franklin, and, and Franklin, yeah, yeah. I mean the, their their motivations are weird. Like right. Michael's start with oh I'm really really bored, yeah, and then it's oh I really really miss my family, yeah, and then Franklin is just kind of whining all the time you about know, all the situations that he's Michael in. Michael yeah. being built on that archetype of the Michael man, like 
protagonist. Like I, I, I was interested in where what they were gonna do with him when I started playing that game. And I gotta say, like I think that his boredom as a character made me less interested in him mm-hmm. as as a character. Yeah. Because then it becomes he's in a life of crime because he just needs to get his rocks off, you know? Yeah. He's in a, a life of crime to try to give himself some adventure. And that like we started talking on the last podcast about um uh, aging gamers and how aging gamers and aging game makers are now doing these games that are focused on parentage yeah. and taking care of children or raising children or whatever. Well, also, we're getting to that point where the middle-aged people that are, are thinking about, like, what are the, the um, you know, midlife crises? And the boredom of it, kind of—I don't know if that was too successful. Well into, into I don't know gaming. if it was. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, GTA always does this thing where they, they wear their influences on their sleeve, and uh, it's always interesting to play their game because you know that it, it, there's going to be at least a deeper characterization than you would get from a lot of games. Mm-hmm. But like I said, with that first draftism writing and and the the uh, the, the plotting of this, it just feels like. I I don't really care about yeah, Michael. It takes or his... away from the fucking around. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we have we we've been playing a little bit uh, Dan and I on GTA Online. Mm-hmm. And would you say that like your I remember that we, we were talking about uh, our our experiences multiplayer with mm-hmm. like Mercenaries Two and everything. Do you think that a lot of your memorable moments for GTA Five are going to come from online? Oh, sure. Yeah, and I mean, that's just because of, I guess, the randomness. Yeah. You know, you don't know exactly what's going to happen because you're dealing with all these other people. It's still a wild west. Yeah, it's yeah. a wild west there. You know? And I then mean, and then we're also just hanging out. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like we're hanging out. Yeah, then we can $10 also for a phone call, though. That's pretty something. Yeah, it's a little bit so, more than regular. The yeah. way that it's set up, I don't know. It's not. I don't know how it's set up on Xbox, but for PS3, in order to make a phone call, whether he's in another game or in my game or whatever, it costs ten dollars to call, <laughs> and that's not that's not much when you got a million dollars. Right, right. It's yeah. still weird. It's, it's still annoying. weird. Yeah, annoying. yeah, yeah. Uh, we didn't talk about the heists. The heists are probably the cornerstone, other than the mechanic yeah. of switching between the characters. The heists are really fun. Yeah, yeah. There aren't enough of them in the game. Yeah, there's like you five know? or six of them yeah. all together. Yeah. I think, well, you know, it's funny because one of, one of my problems with... not I guess it's not even really... A, I guess it's probably more from, like we said earlier, it's, it's probably... I don't know if it's because of the fact that I have to, like, go around and I, I only play in small chunks. But a lot of times with the heists, it's like... I guess in other games, they would teach you, like, here's five things you need to learn. And yeah. when you do the heist, you gotta use these five things. Right. And I feel like with GTA Five, it's like here's like twenty five things you need to learn. Yeah. Here's the, and like there's so many times I'm like, what button is yeah. it? Damn yeah. it! Like I'm it's just true. standing there, yeah. and like I didn't realize for a really long time that I could like that they had like the same or they had guns in different slots. Oh yeah. Like I'm like, oh, there's a like I'm like I know right. I bought a right. rocket launcher. Right. Where is it? <laughs> yeah. Where is it? You know, and how many, and that happens a lot in that yeah. game where yeah. you're just like staring at things like sure. I know there's a like I remember I did it like 400 hours ago <laughs> I don't remember how it happened and I don't remember how it works <coughs> what am I doing like yeah, yeah. there's a lot it's, of yeah I feel like sometimes there's they almost throw too much at you yeah that's yeah. very true I was t- 
telling Greg actually, um, you know, I guess after a while you internalize the controls, but you don't realize how complicated they are. Seriously. Like yeah. I, I, I was playing and Rachel wanted to hop on for a little bit, so I'm like, okay, cool. And she like grabs the controller. And she's like, okay, how do you move? All right, left stick, move. How do you turn the camera? Right stick. Okay, cool. How do I get a, a car? Triangle. All right, now when you're in the car, you can hold R2 and yeah. R1, and then fire your machine gun. If you want to change the uh, gun, you gotta hit square. Don't hit it too many times. You want to do. You want to turn the lights on. You want to change the radio. You want to do this, that. Yeah. You know, and it becomes really. Ridiculous. Everything has its own like a helicopter. Every vehicle has a different yeah. setup. Completely different. On yeah. foot. Yeah. And I've remembered that I think GTA might have been. In one of the first major games to have separate uh, configurations for all the things that you use. Do you remember that before that? I don't. I don't think so. I don't know. Well, I don't know if there's another game that that had that kind of freedom. Like PS yeah. PS One games, they did have like okay, so when you're in the watercraft, mm -hmm. this you know goes but up, this goes it down. It was it was separate stages though. It wasn't right. like I can get out of this thing and walk around for a little while and you know do other stuff. Yeah. It was this level is a train level. Yeah. This level is a walking right. level. This level you're swimming. It's so weird that we internalize that. Do you mm -hmm. remember also kind of like the first time you used analog sticks? That was pretty. Pretty cool. Was it? Yeah, I, for me, I think it, w it might have been Mario. For analog sticks? Yeah, for N64. Uh, for N64, right. though, the stick, yeah. Yeah. I was just wondering, like, do, do you remember, because I remember feeling so weird about using those. I think it was like a Medal of Honor game for PlayStation 1, and it was the first one that really used the analog sticks. Before that, we yeah, were all using right. the yeah, directional it was, pad. It was, it was such a weird experience to do that, and now when Monique tries to yeah. play a game, either on Xbox or whatever, and she's using those, she's like, how the fuck do I do this? Well, I think back in the day, because um, remember, well, and they still do, the PS1 controllers had the D-pad as well, so yeah. they, would, they would make the game... Actually, it, wasn't it just the D-pad on the PS1 controllers for yeah. a while, and then they added the analog yeah. sticks? Yeah, when the DualShock... There was one that came out before PlayStation 2 came out Yeah. that had the analog sticks it on it. It was there. probably like Crash Bandicoot or something. Yeah. Was, yeah. And Metal of Honor. Those were the first yeah. like couple games that did it. Yeah. You feel like that, um, that, that GTA V on, a, on, on the whole is, is um, the best... Of the of the series, I think so. Yeah, I mean, just in terms of like what they've been building up to, uh, the world that they've created, mm -hmm. and sort of the control is really good. You yeah. know, shooting has always been a problem for GTA, and this yeah. one it seems to be pretty solid. Yeah, I would say like story wise, it's it might be the weakest though. Yeah, but then is that why you're playing GTA? Well, sure. okay, that's that's true, but also the setting is like. To, to me, like, the setting of, of Vice City is probably yeah. a lot of people's that most memorable parts. Jumps out, right, yeah. And, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, if we're talking about setting, too, let's talk about music. The soundtrack, the, the score to the game is actually, uh, I would say, really good. Yeah. But the source soundtrack yeah, might the be the weakest stations. we've had in a long, long time. You know, I, I don't know if this is because the songs are weak, but I found myself just kind of sticking to one station. Mm, yeah. You know, anytime I get in the car, I flip it to that one yeah. station. It's, it's just not as iconic, I feel like, as, yeah. as uh, you know, San Andreas was, had, as Vice City was. GTA That's 4 true. even had, like, a certain level of... Um, of uh, of memorable songs, yeah. like straight from indie to all the other genres, but this maybe one it's just, like a licensing issue, or know? maybe they mm -hmm. they yeah, yeah. or well they said that they spent so they had so much money put aside just for soundtrack rights. Right. 
Yeah. Maybe they've maybe they've uh, they've used as much as they could of memorable. Run out of songs. They yeah. All the songs. Or maybe I just... was I was like whenever I played as Trevor and he got in a car like I yeah, turned, yeah. I turned into an old man. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Nope. Yeah. I was, every time I was oh, like, I'm yeah, not yeah, listening yeah, to this definitely. crap. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Definitely. I was like, I'm I'm sorry, I'm too old. To yeah, yeah. Be, like to listen to your scream. punk music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, also, no, no, exactly. No. The punk music comes on. The only time is when it, it's like playing uh, like soft rock like after yeah. he what was it? After he kills somebody or whatever. Yeah, there's one of them. Yeah, <laughs> And I he's that. like yeah, yeah. It's it's so great. There's uh, there's points though where um, you'll be driving around and you'll change the station and he'll actually flip it back to mm-hmm. to punk rock. Yeah, yeah. You know? And you go shut up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's that one punk rock song that always seems to be on whenever he gets into the car. But yeah. I can't think of it right now. Not a per- no, I wouldn't say it's a perfect game, but... And, and, and you're right. I, there, there are parts of it that I think that are stellar. I think the yeah. heists are stellar. But I think that the flaws end up being a lot of those really fatty dialogue scenes... The, the soundtrack for me. Uh, the two things that I remember when I heard that, you know, uh, they were making this, I knew they were going to carry over some stuff from Red Dead Redemption. I was really excited about that. But there are two things horseback that I... Horseback riding. Sure. First, the horseback riding. Then everyone being lassoed. And <laughs> turning into zombies at the yeah. end. God, that, that was so one. great. Yeah. Did you ever play that? Undead Nightmare? No, I never oh, played Undead awesome. Nightmare. Oh, that's so, so much good. Fun. You need to fucking download that and play that. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's so good. They play yeah, with it's... all the different like types in that genre too, mm-hmm. like the voodoo uh, type, and then also like a little bit like there's something weird going on. It might be a, a a chemical or viral outbreak. Right. Um, but what was I saying? Like, I feel like the two things that I really wanted, like for one thing, they kind of ch- push this into GTA Online. But vigilante missions, uh, assassination missions. Yeah. So you do assassination missions as Franklin, right? You uh, you know you can set it up where you uh, play the stock market uh, mm-hmm. before these assassinations, yeah. so that you can make a little bank off of it. Mm-hmm. But the vigilante missions that I liked from GTA Four, where you actually in the cop car and you're answering right. like you know uh, calls, and you can go and take out a whole fucking mob or serial killer. That was like GTA Five's uh, towing mechanic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. But it was- and, and also, like, the thing that a lot of people were talking about going into this was uh, GTA Chinatown. Did you... Chinatown Wars? Did you either... Ooh, play I played a little bit of that, yeah. but I don't think... I think it was one... That was a game where I downloaded it to my old iPhone, mm-hmm. I think, and it just wasn't... I couldn't handle... The touchscreen? I couldn't handle the touchscreen with the analogs. It drove me nuts. I think I did it... Yeah. And the screen... Yeah, it just... I don't feel like... Do you have a... Do you have a DS or something like that? No. I just did a mess. Yeah, just the... The phone I'm holding up on my hand. Yeah, yeah. On DS, it's great. It's Yeah, I can imagine that would totally change everything. Having an actual analog... Yeah, Yeah, because doing the touchscreen... It was just a lot of yelling, like, no, damn it, no, like, yeah. I need to turn that way. Oh, yeah, you're driving into things. One of the best parts of Chinatown Wars was this uh, drug-selling, like, minigame in there. So, basically, you go to certain parts of town, buy drugs cheaply, and go to another Mm. part of town and sell them high, you know? And there was a lot of money made that way, and I thought that this was, as a minigame, there could have been a lot that they could have built into GTA Five with it, yeah. and to to that extent, there's some things about the mechanics that still still feel pretty stale to me. Yeah, well, yeah, there's there's that there's a lot of experimentation going on. There's yeah. a lot of new stuff in the game that is kind yeah. of completely uninteresting. Yeah. Um. You know, I I played one round of tennis. 
Um, <laughs> I haven't played any golf. You know, arm wrestling. Who cares? You know. You guys like the the base jump in the parachute? I do. I enjoy that. Yeah, it's enjoyable. It's fun. Yeah, it is fun. Yeah, but no, you're you're right. There is there is a yeah. Sometimes you think that there's a little too much, I guess. But I mean, I don't know. If, I don't know if I begrudge them that. Yeah, that they they're, they're really ambitious with the design. That's yeah, it, yeah. You know? Well, certainly, like there, you can understand why there is a reason that we only get a GTA Five game every right. five or six mm-hmm. years or something. Sure. But let's talk about games that we are going to be getting and we we are currently getting almost annually. Uh, people like you know, for a long time if you're especially if you're a sports fan Madden every year right. little refinements right. um, some people say oh well Madden 2010 was this 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 and this yeah. and then when 2011 comes out they're like well you missed out on this but now you have a, a, a wider uh, you know uh, agent view of uh, yeah. the, the players that you can you can uh, trade yeah. so like to me like as you as the EA the electronic arts of the game business goes, I mean, we fir- we fucking see it with Assassin's Creed. And that's mm. something that burnt me out on that fucking yeah. series. I, that's yeah. strictly money-making. Yeah. You know? They know that people are going to shell out the money every year for the new version of this game. Exactly. Yeah. You know? so I can't do it. Gonna... Yeah, I do, I do like one... Like, I'll buy Madden like once every three years. Yeah. Mm. And I'll, like I did like at Assassin's Creed those. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, well, I play, sick of it, you you, know? you put you you look at these games that do major refinements, and it's usually the numbered games. Mm-hmm. But we were just talking about Vice City and San Andreas. Those were obviously games that were built yeah. on GTA 3's kind of like design. Yeah. Sure. And then by GTA 4, there was a new design that they did. But with these games, I mean, you play Assassin's Creed 2, and it's a, a massive improvement over the first one. But then as you play over the three, there's Revelations, Brother. Brotherhood. Yeah. Yeah, so as you're playing these little increments, oh, they add bomb making to it, or they add like recruiting uh, people, assassins, yeah. so that they can go assassinate people off yeah. screen. It's like, hey, well, I want to assassinate those guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And now I was just like, I was actually, I, don't, I caught myself getting excited about uh, uh, Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. How dare you? Because it's like a pirate game, and they're saying it's open world, and you can fucking take your ship around and blow up things and go to port and everything. Be a fucking pirate. Well, why didn't they do that for just part four? Exactly. They... Exactly. Well, this is... for for No, this is four. This is... No, I mean, like, why didn't they do four. that instead of... Yeah. Was was he was it He's, Assassin's Creed three? Three, yeah, three oh, was so the Revolutionary four. War. This yeah. is the this is the fourth one, but really, again, this is like this is incremental building. Now they're more open world than the other games were. They brought okay. verticality back into it, so you're you're doing more scaling to go yeah. up, you know, to the top of a sail, or you're in a town or whatever. I feel like part three just came out though. Yes. It, yeah, that's it really. What we're getting it, it, into. I kind of yeah, feel like definitely. It, kill, it definitely like kills nostalgia, and I don't remember like. Like, if you say Vice City, I'm like, yeah, I remember playing that in college, like, like having to, like, keep up down roll low because my roommate would go <laughs> mad because it was whatever. And, like, but I remember, like, because of the spaced out, I can remember specifically where I was or what, yeah. you know, it brings back fond memories of, like, oh, yeah. Like, you know, if you brought out, like, a new, like, an updated Vice City, I'd be like, oh, yeah, let's do it. Sure. But to, but, like, Assassin's Creed, I'm like, I just played that. Like, I literally just, like, I kind of feel that way, you know, it was, it was kind of funny for me because I know I... My copy of Batman Arkham City sat around for like a year and a half. So for mm-hmm. me, it kind of it made me laugh when the new one, 
Arkham Origins, Origins came out, I was I was like, didn't they just come out? And I was like, no, no, wait, it's just because it took yeah. me so long to play it. Exactly. But there is something to it. There is something to putting in, you know, 50, 60 hours into a game. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it's not like, you know, yeah. we're unemployed and can do it all at one time. There's sure, a sure. month period, and then all of a sudden it's like, four months sure. later you know I mean imagine if there was like a James Bond movie every year exactly. or you know like a Fast and Furious oh yeah. there was a Fast and Furious <laughs> I mean what, what worries me about the sort of this numbering of games is uh, it, when they hand off the game to a different development house so yeah, they yeah. can churn yeah. one out every year yeah. and you get a watered down game you do. I feel like you that's do. what happened yeah. that's kind of what put me off of uh, Call of Duty yeah. when they did World at War yeah. which came out I think right after like part two the World yeah the World War two one yeah I got I got that one and I was like man this is Subpar. This is yeah. not as good as the other. Well, one. they've had that thing where you know GTA, you know Rockstar North, Rockstar. What is it? Uh, they have uh, different yeah, Rockstar. Like they, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have the ones that that are uh, for Call of Duty. You would have Infinity Ward and Treyarch and yeah. everyone who worked in the Call of Duty series. And you would come out with the different ones. They had the they had. Uh, I think Treyarch did Black Ops and they did the zombie mode yes. and everything. And this became like a little incremental update where they would add a certain something. You know, I heard Black Ops 2. I didn't play Black Ops 2, but it had this really deep kind of um, scaling RPG thing, you know, where you're actually, especially since you're playing it online, I mean... Call of Duty has become almost a multiplayer. Mm. That's why people buy it. They don't buy it for the story almost anymore. Yeah, right. So, like, if you're building your character, you're building up, you know, your stats and your weapons and your loadouts and everything like that. So, I heard that now with the one that just came out, which is... Ghosts. Ghosts. Um, that they kind of did away with some things. They did away with airstrikes uh, they did away with this kind of like the, the branching now I understand is really really complicated and hard to follow for new users and like when you think about these little refinements they're doing exactly what Madden does mm-hmm. every year yeah. oh guys don't worry about this missing element it'll be in next year's right, game yeah. they, they want to play with it and mm-hmm. then if someone likes it if they if everyone likes it they'll stick with it but if they don't like it they'll go back to the old formula next yeah, next yeah. year well it's again it seems like there's there there are games where you're kind of looking for the arch or the inner you know we're like a rock star or a bioware yeah, so yeah. we'll we'll say well, we're going to take the extra time exactly. or an irrational to like get it done exactly. it's we're not they're not beholden to you know the calendar yeah, and, yeah. and a quota because i think yeah. that's what we're doing is we're doing they're doing quotas like once you start feeling like yeah. they're doing it like i know that it's a business but once you start feeling like it is yeah. a business and you aren't getting much out of the game you're getting a new skin on an old game yeah. it feels yeah. like it's well it's like boring. i think was they were just saying that was it that call of duty kind of inflated their first day numbers because they wanted to make it look like they had were even with gta 5 and that wasn't right. the case because i think again you're not it's not the same. It's you can't, you know, three years of anticipation or four years of anticipation is worth way more than a yearly thing. It's just you're not gonna, you know, you're not you're not gonna hit the same heights. Yeah. You know, you're just kind of going for a steady flow. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna. You're not trying to do anything amazing. Right. You're trying to point out and, yeah. and guarantee the the money back. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're not. Yeah. You're you're trying to pay off an investment. You're trying yeah. to make. Yeah. Are you trying to make the game the gamers happy? You're trying to make your exactly. stockholders. Happy? It's, it's it's Hollywood, really. Hollywood yeah. movies. You're gonna make. Even though I love the Fast and Furious franchise, oh, you're gonna make yeah. seven fr- uh, uh, oh, seven yeah. movies, and we're not going to change the formula much. Yeah. You're still gonna get your action scenes. You're still gonna get this, this, and this. 
I would say at least at least that one they've I don't want to say explored or, or even ch I mean they've changed a little bit in the sense they've kind of aimed more at heists a little bit. I think with GTA like, Five, yeah. Well, I mean, but I mean with like the Fast and Furious thing, where I think at yeah, the beginning yeah, sure, it was kind right, of more. Right, right. But like I, I would say it almost feels like a horror franchise at this mm -hmm. point, where it's like, right, like right. look, Saw's coming back again for yeah. the ninth time, you yeah. know, or like look, this, right. there's even more paranormal activity, or you know, there's a lot of these heights of yeah, like, like over the top. You kind of wonder how many how many times can you know Jason Voorhees <laughs> come back yeah, and yeah, right. before you're like we get it, we get you know how many times. Can we can we you well, know call in the dogs on Call of Duty and go? Yeah. Do we need to like reinvent the wheel a little bit here? It's right that now. same formula where if you get a hit, it's it's way too easy to just you know yeah, yeah. replicate that yeah. over and over again every yeah. year and keep making money. Yeah. Keep relying on that success rather than coming up with new right. IPs. I did yeah. I, I did find this very interesting recently. I was listening to a podcast that. The debatable podcast? No, no, no. Not, I, there's, there are others. No, Can you believe I it? I don't Can you believe it? I've never heard of that. There are others. others. Um, no, I was listening WTF? Just <laughs> two. There's only two. Oh, I just Me meant WTF. There's other podcasts. Is there another? But they were saying this, and this makes a lot of sense, that the people who are critical, the people that are... How did those other ones get made? <laughs> Do they have microphones? Do they know where to put them? I'm thinking of other names. <laughs> All these other... <laughs> yeah. How do they have time I didn't get that into this, this American life? How do they have so much time? Um, that the people who are critical, critics and, and people like us who kind of pull it apart... you know, I am not critical. I am yeah. as apathetic as they come. Sure. But the people that think about these things, they want something original. And they want something, um, um, uh, you know, uh, niche and new. But those aren't the people that buy games the most. The majority of the people that buy them want the same thing, want the same experience. Yeah. Yeah. They don't want something experimental and original mm. because that's yeah. not tested yet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so the people who are buying games yeah. are not the people who are critical of them. They'll buy every single yeah. Call of Duty because they're gonna play with their friends or yeah. play online and fucking dominate. Every exactly. Year yeah. With a they new don't. One. They don't want to have a learning curve because they yeah. want to walk in and because they're twelve. Yeah. They want to walk in and be like, "Fuck you, I killed you," and they want to keep it until their voice drops. Yeah. Keep, but no. But it is true. <laughs> like every year, they they don't. Well, yeah. I think it's something to do with they don't want to be uncomfortable. They don't want to feel like an idiot. They don't right. want to be the noob. Right. They're afraid of it. Right. Like, oh, I don't want to be a noob. Right. I want to go in there. I want to pick up the new Call of Duty right. and literally be a champ at it from the first moment. Right. Yeah. I, oh, God, I don't, want to, I don't want to pay to be uncomfortable or learn things. And relearning re re something that's original, even if it's just original yeah. story, yeah. you take too much of a risk. And you got to be honest, if you are someone who's going to pay $60 for a game, you kind of want to know what you're getting into. I have a really good example. Actually, I was annoyed that I only discovered this game after we did our video game podcast. But um, Spec Ops. Wait, the you line, mean after this one we're doing not, right not, now? Not this one. The oh, one we okay. did prior right. to this Sorry. one. Back in time. Um, okay. Have you guys played Spec Ops: The Line? I uh, have played it, and in fact, we interviewed Chris Hanyak yeah. talked about it for five hundred hours. <laughs> oh, you had the you had the author Brendan Keogh who I, actually I, talked about it. Uh, wrote I a never, book about it. I'd never heard of this game, and it's amazing. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. The controls are great, and the story is it's astounding. Deep. Yeah, you know, I never heard of it. Yeah. Um, and it's like what, like three or four years old at this yeah. point. Yeah, it's it is a game we talked about kind of extensively mm. simply because the game itself uh, very much comment on playing shooters. Yeah. Nice. Killing killing the brown people <laughs> is basically what we do. These white, you know, white military ops people. Greg, you know, you know Dan's in the room, right? He's the, he is the whitest 
What are you again? I'm I'm a brown person. You are a brown. person. You just said the white people kill the brown people in this room. It's kind of, it's kind of weird. I didn't say kill them in this you room. You just yeah. I said it in video games. Yeah, in video, in video games. games. Yeah. Now I'm the one it who's offending. It would be really, it would be really bad if we were in a video game right now. Do you want to say yeah. something about Mike Broga's no. dad while you're at it? No, <laughs> I'm sure he's a terrific man. I never said anything that I wouldn't have said to his face. What did you say about Mike Broga's dad? He's a lovely man. I didn't say anything about. We're him. not rehashing this. No, I like Mike Broga. If you Broga would, you can, and he, you can listen to that liked, episode. He liked the debatable podcast for about 35 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> and then something <laughs> happened. Now it was it was not my fault that. <laughs> That that letter played directly into making me look like an asshole. Man, I got I couldn't help it. It was it was so set up perfectly. Yo, you know, I, I, I was out I was at work the other day and I sit in the room with my the big big boss and she said something and I burned her so bad and I couldn't help myself. I was like, you know, you give me a big she said, she said, I'm oh, she said, I'm sorry if my coughing is annoying you. And I said, don't worry, you don't need to cough to annoy me. <laughs> and everyone in the room's like, what? And I was like, I'm sorry, if you give me a big old target, I'm gonna, I'm gonna nail it. You just can't help yourself. I can't. Yeah. If Luckily, I, that uh, boss is cool with it. Oh yeah, she's oh, totally. Good. Well, yeah, I've worked with her long enough. She knows that's go. what I do. So. So you're unemployed again. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that not, doesn't change that much. I'm used to that. So we yeah, give me more time to play GTA Five. Awesome! <laughs> I get to catch up on that and uh, and uh, Bioshock uh, Infinite. Infinite. I get yeah, to catch up on that too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that game's not so good. Some of those great. So of the great games this year, it's funny that the three of us would probably not be ranking a Call of Duty very high yeah. because it's not a unique experience. I like, rank it below Angry Birds. <laughs> Star Wars. Because the story of Angry Birds is a lot deeper. It is, like, it is. Yeah. Are we talking about Star Wars or Angry Birds? Uh, that's no, very that's, deep. I can't very, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's Tolstoy. You know, I, think, I think they might have more guns in that game yeah, than in yeah. Call of Duty. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, no, I just feel like Infinite, Last of Us, all these IPs that we're talking about are kind of like, even if they are sequels, we're getting something unique and fresh yeah, out of them. And not to be unfair about Call of Duty, because I haven't I haven't played Call of Duty since World at War or whatever that was. Yeah, you know, one after. Yeah, uh, did you play Modern Warfare Two? No, I played Modern Warfare Two. Oh, World at War came out. Yeah, it after? Came after after that. Uh, okay. So I haven't played any of these new what? Call of Duty games. And did the, it? The the thing is no. that well, and any of the new ones after. Black Ops, I'm guessing. Yeah. I haven't. I never played that. Yeah. But yeah, the thing I, is Black that, Ops is the last one I played. Yeah. Like the the games don't. They don't interest me. I don't feel like I need to seek them out in the way that I did want to play The Last of Us or Dishonored or Bioshock, you know. So is that to say that you you guys are looking for story or are you looking for gameplay? I'm just looking for uniqueness. Something something fun that I haven't seen because before. Because you can imagine, game. like, the thing that we were talking about, like, off, off, uh, off the mic uh, recently was about Halo. And Halo itself has become a game that... Ha- people buy for for the multiplayer mm-hmm. it's gone beyond that story and even with halo 4 which you know he, you know i didn't play i didn't play recon no. halo 4 what was no. the other one reach uh yeah, yeah recon yeah Re- I, haven't reach, I haven't played since three and odst yeah. and those three games right there are kind of like building on the ip same, building same on the idea yeah same thing as call of duty yeah. wasn't interested in, in following up on the story i think as soon as and i and i say this with all disrespect intended sure. as soon as in video games you start doing prequels you can go fuck yourself yeah. I do not yeah. I just don't I don't I don't know I don't know why it pisses me off so well, much Assassin's when they Creed do, has been doing 
doing sequel prequels. Yeah. Like Everything. I don't mind, yeah, like I don't mind sequels. But when you go back and like <laughs> let's do pre- like uh, prequels there's, in general, there's nothing that hard, makes man. me angrier than yeah. in a video game of like let's go back and see what Kratos was mm-hmm. like back in, and I'm like I don't right. give Nobody a shit. Cares. I was thinking, no one cares. I was thinking like, about this. Uh, yeah, like let it, you know it's what it's that Pat Oswald joke about like you know about when he meets um or like he like if I ever met. Oh, if I could ever time travel, I would go back and kill George Lucas with a shovel yeah. in like nineteen ninety or like nineteen ninety three. Because he's like, he's like, you know, like, oh, do you like ice cream? Like, yeah. I'd like, oh, I well, you here's how you make. Like, I don't want to know how you make it. I just want to yeah, enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I feel like with prequel video yeah. game prequels that they always like. Well, let's explain right. the story. You're like, right. you're just like explaining well, a bullshit mythology this, that you've invented. Yeah. I don't care to go, just make a it, new yeah. one. This is the cornerstone of prequels yeah. that we've kind of bitched about on this podcast before. Yeah, is that you're that you're. You're taking away your imagination. Where your mind could go about how they got to that point, now you're fleshing that out and everything. But I was thinking about this a couple days ago. I kind of like prequel scenes. Like, you know how uh, an episode of Lost or whatever will start with a a little encapsulated scene right before the thing showing just something that happened yeah. and how it kind yeah. of applies sure. to the world prequel scenes like a five or seven minute scene yeah. kind of blows my mind Breaking Bad yeah. exactly I say Orange is the New Black is doing that right now yeah. it's pretty cool to see like yeah how like how these people ended up in prison right. but I think there's a difference between a scene versus a whole goddamn game that's what right? I mean yeah that's what, I mean yeah like, your yeah, commitment are, of yeah are we gonna buy like am I gonna buy $60 to find out like, am I going to spend six hours and find out how how did Trevor get this way? Yeah. Like, no, I don't care. Don't, like, I, I, I enjoy this Trevor. I don't need, right. like, five, you know, GTA 5.1, which right. they would never do, but there's other people, Activision, who'd be guilty of doing that. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about uh, Monsters University. Yeah. I just saw that the other night. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that was fun, but eh, unnecessary. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. yeah it, well, it, it kind of seems like it, not a cheat, but it's kind of like, because it's a video game, because it's animated, you can easily... It, it's easy to do that sure because you don't there's sure. you don't have to deal with aging like yeah, you yeah. do with real yeah. human that's beings that's the big part of it yeah yeah you don't have to pretend hey, like back and yeah. forth I think like, why, why did John just Goodman as good now yeah. as he yeah. did in 1990 well here's the here's the thing about prequels we were talking about Arkham Origins the biggest criticism of Arkham Origins that both Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill aren't voicing those characters Kevin that, Conroy isn't in no, man. But it's supposed to be a young Batman mm-hmm. prequel, and at some point in the game, you meet Joker for the first time. And right? he and they both go through puberty at the same time. <laughs> okay. Do you see this? Where? How did I get this hair here? That's basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, do you have this? Do you have the smell? I do like that Troy Baker is the Joker. Yeah. I think I I was watching this video of him at Comic Con doing the one of the monologues mm-hmm. and yeah, he does a really good job. I just like that guy. Like, I think cool. that that's people's criticism is that hey, we're first of all, Rocksteady isn't doing it. It's a Brothers Montreal. They let they let Bebop do it. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you are old. Uh, but, yeah, you're really happy with yourself. I'm very pleased with myself. <laughs> Look at this as, as I, I keep, I keep yawning over here, and I feel bad, but, like, the fact I could pull out a TNG and Turtle joke out of nowhere, I was very good. But, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's... I'm about to big... splinter my sides. Oh, I see what you did there. <sighs> Casey Jones. That didn't work. Crank. April O'Neil. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, but no, it, it is the biggest criticism is that those people are not there. That it's basically a game uh, being made by a studio that's mm-hmm. kind of aping what Rocksteady did with uh, with uh, Arkham City. Right. And I think a lot of people have, uh, from what I heard, that the gameplay is fun, 
but that yeah, the same, right? But it's just the same. I think they said it's like I, Arkham... I feel like I read that like the soul isn't there. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, and that's not... kind of what I saw yeah. with Assassin's Creed. I feel like this is the same thing that's going to happen. Yeah. So now we're going to get maybe <laughs> annually or or every two years we're going to get from uh, Warner Brothers uh, an Arkham game or a Batman yeah. game. I'm I'm completely disinterested in that. Built on that, yeah. yeah. Because the first two games are so City great. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and one builds off the other so much. Absolutely. And to think about, you know, part three or part 2.5 right. or whatever being lackluster. And it, it's disappointing. It, I, know was, I know some people were saying about about um, Arkham City. No, wait. What the hell's the new one? Origins. Yeah. I can't remember. Origins. <laughs> Arkham Origins. They were saying, like, man, our, it, well, didn't it suck that we killed Joker last time? And I think that's kind of one of the... Oh, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> spoiler alert hey, for like Arkham City. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I was like, years if, ago. I, if I played all the way through it, you should play all the way yeah. through it by now. But, you know, it's... it, it, seem, it That's part of, like, the prequelitis where it feels really lazy. Yeah. Because you're, like... Like, the, like Rocksteady in the second game made a definitive choice that this yeah. is how we're going to end it. Yeah. Yeah. And then to kind of reset it. And all of a sudden, like, but he's alive yeah. now. And, like, you're, like, you for all of Batman's villains. I mean, for Christ's sake, look at the movies. You can't even come up with, like, another leading man. you got to keep going back to Joker. It's it. Like, do you think people, like, are buying, you know, Arkham uh, Origins and they're going, well, I don't know, is Joker in it? Well, right. I'm fucking, I ain't right. buying it. Yeah. Like, you know, like, who does, like, I don't right. know who does that? I don't right. understand. Maybe, I don't imagine, what were you going to say? I was going to say, maybe we're in the minority, but I think I would rather see the team behind Arkham City and Arkham Asylum go do something new rather than just yeah. keep churning out Batman games yeah. year after year. Well, it's yeah. interesting. Like a, like a Robin game. Sure, <laughs> absolutely. Well, um, a Nightwing what they're doing, yeah. 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 I feel like that's uh, what the the Last of Us people said that yeah. hey we're going to do what? this game and then and by the time it came out they were already saying well you're gonna do a franchise like Uncharted right yeah. and they were both like you know the director and the writer were both like well we're hesitant about whether we need yeah. to make more than that. and Dishonored too Dishonored they were like this is probably gonna be a one off we don't want right. to franchise this because it kind of does work it's, as a one off it's tempting after you have such a great experience with movies and with video games to, to want to get a sequel to want to get more of the same right. mm-hmm. but I think when you get something new like a new IP that it, it's it's even more satisfying I mean right. imagine if Naughty Dog just kept making Crash Bandicoot yeah, over yeah. and over again yeah, like yeah. you know you wouldn't get these other man music. I really want a Naughty Dog uh, Crash Bandicoot now sure you do like a new one Yeah, but I feel like a prequel <laughs> Has there been... How did he get the name Crash? (laughs) (laughs) Had there been... I can't even imagine... This probably comes from serialized fiction and comic books or whatever, but have there been any good prequels in video games? Like, the story, like, that we need to flesh this out. We need to have a prequel. I thought that Paperboy uh, Origins... (laughs) That's true. That's true. How did he get that paper route? It's really just him wrapping up the newspapers in the morning before he... Goes on his that was a cool mini game. I remember Compel- that. <laughs> Compelling and rich. Yeah. yeah. For the dog comes after. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The put, woman put with the roller. The, oh man, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I think Pac-Man Origins was good. <laughs> you get how to learn how get... he how he met Miss Pac-Man. It's very romantic. How did he get that taste for cherries? Exactly. Yeah. What a what? Dick. Dude, that that was crazy. <laughs> you don't you don't want to see that was like NC seventeen. That was uh yeah. 
But I think no, it's it, always well, good it's, when there's like a a, a a story within that universe, but not like directly connected yeah. to how did you get here? Who gives a fuck? Yeah. yeah. Who it's, gives a fuck with how did you get on that spaceship yeah. for the beginning of Halo? I don't care. <laughs> yes. Right. No, that Halo was so guilty of that with like, yeah, let's, you know, like ODST and, and yeah. Reach and like, I'm just like, I don't. Like like yeah you 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 guys are so up your own ass at this point yeah yeah of yeah like your mythology is going like Assassin's Creed is the worst uh, Assassin's yeah. Creed is the worst inside the Animus outside the Animus yeah. what fucking generation you're dealing with now oh the convolution of the story with the the yeah. Templars what, it, what, what yeah. GTA does with their controls that's what these other games are doing with their mythology yeah. Yeah. Like, like if you try like you know like you you were saying trying to explain mm-hmm. to Rachel about games. Like, or about you know the controls. If I try to explain any most yeah. of these games that do prequels to yeah. the wife, she looks at me like I'm insane. Like yeah. no no, but see in the la- but now we learn this right. new thing like Halo. There's like oh there's a there's a ring, but in the second one we found there's a bunch of rings, and right. then the third one I don't remember. Then there's Reach, and then that's like back in the bat, and then it's ODST where there's like four dudes, but you experience right. it differently. Like, the one guy's... But yeah, you're like, how in the world is this supposed to make sense to me? Right. There's no... There's no... You know, I feel like a lot of these games, they're they're, they're not... It's why I think there's a common media story of handhelds taking over is because you have to invest so much to get in these games. Like, if you pick up a new Halo, you need a goddamn book to understand the mythology yeah, of like... It is. It and is. Li- I mean, literally, and we're talking like over a decade. It is. Like, we're talking over mm-hmm. a decade of Halo games. We're talking... What, like and they don't even like over like what five Assassin's right. Creed, Assassin's Creed games six Assassin's yeah. Creed mm-hmm. games. Yeah. But you have to remember like and like like they I, I feel like they have this thing where they all connect them. Yeah. And you want to be like you can't you can't do that like in a movie you can't you can watch Fast and Furious seven and not be like but remember in the first but like, who's in the first one like they don't like reference the first one yeah. without. You know, like it's mm-hmm. like they 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 get lazy and exactly. they think that the fans are remembering back. Exactly, and that can be a big problem with sequels is trying to create a cohesive story from movie to movie or from game to yeah. game. Like if you have a trilogy and it's a set trilogy, you can tell part of the story in this movie and then continue it and then yeah. finish it up. With video games and movies that just yeah. sequelize, they're just tacking on. The serialization is so game. convoluted that yeah. they have to constantly have this cliffhanger and then mm-hmm. pay it off, cliffhanger yeah. pay it off. And then when they go down the rabbit hole, like you said, up your own ass about shit, when you get into that point of having to build and explain story on top of story and everything, you get to a point that you forget about the origin. Where oh, did yeah. you come from? Oh, yeah. Well, it's kind of... it's. I think it was during when we were doing the Devil's Race Course commentary thing. Mm-hmm. We were talking about how a lot of indie movies, they feel like, this is our one shot, so we're yeah. going to put every idea I've ever yeah. had into it. You almost feel like these games, when they get to a certain point, they feel, it's a similar mechanic of like, well, let's just put everything in. Like, you know, Assassin's yeah. Creed 4, like, let's just do it all. Like, yeah. who cares? Like, there's not like, here's a simple story. Mm-hmm. Or not even mm-hmm. simple, here's like a story that you can explain to someone in a paragraph. Yeah. It's yeah. not yeah. like... Well, no, and then this guy comes, and you're just like, I don't. And every I don't year, this. every year, every like Christmas or my birthday or whatever, when I've asked for uh, video games or whatever, and it's been something that you know everyone, every one of us is passionate about. But every time I look at the list of games that I want to play or what I have in front of me after I've just opened a pa- the package or whatever, I look at it and there's just a bunch of numbers on there. Mm-hmm. It's 
number two, number four, number three. You, the originality, like, think about the original games that come out per year. I mean, the, the only one I can think of currently uh, is D- Dishonored. Oh, maybe uh, Beyond Two Souls came out, that, yeah. that game. Uh, yeah, Last of Us. Yeah, I was going to say XCOM, but even that's a reboot of right. the older product. So much st- yeah. stuff is a sequel or, or a reboot of something. Yeah. And every year, I'll look at this stack of games. Like, right now, before I came over here, I was looking at the stack of games that I got next to my TV. It's four, two, three, yeah. but five, GTA five. It all, just numbers. So, you know, one of the things that we love about games is that they, unlike movies, as they get sequelized, often the gameplay gets better. It gets more refined. Sure. But the storytelling, maybe not so much from what we've talked about. And maybe the story kind of just yeah. falls by it's, the wayside. It's hard to keep it going if there isn't a cohesive plan from the start. I yeah. Think. yeah, yeah. well, I mean, I think most games, it's hard. I think it's the very nature of, of the length of them is that it's hard to remember right. story to a degree, unless you really do something great. Right. In the perfect world, when GTA 6 comes out, what do you want from it? Do you want them to keep anything? Do you want mm-hmm. them to go somewhere uh, in particular? What do, you want, what do you want from GTA 6? So far, I, I think their strategy of uh, bigger is better is working out. And they tried a lot of stuff in GTA V that, you know, a lot of it worked. Some of it didn't work. I mean, I, I'm happy to go wherever they want to, you know, wherever they want right. to build. Um, I personally, you know, would have liked a better story. But, you know, even so, I had a lot of fun with the game. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm just, I'm happy. To right. Yeah. Rockstar gets a bit of a free pass from me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because even if there are some flaws, there's so much to do. Yeah, there's like so I, as, as uh, yeah, I hope this podcast does not come across as us whining about a game that's you can a, only a, cr- so much better than every other yeah. game on the market right now. It's very yeah. easy. How do you do an hour, hour and a half about a game that you truly love? You have to criticize it. Exactly. And to criticize it is to say, yeah. here are all the blemishes. But guess what? Right. These blemishes, like behind it, is a fucking fantastic game. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. I did. Yeah. If if I had a sick day, I would play the game for like yeah. ten hours straight and yeah. not worry about it. And right. I think that yeah. like uh, Dan and I were talking about that GTA Online is really going to be the extension of it the thing is that like within that game right now there are these missions and they're not varied enough for me mm-hmm. uh there's this world and it's it's great to drive around but it also feels like an empty facade you know what i mean like you you pl- play around in this game online and really you're either interacting with other real players mm-hmm. Or NPCs. There's just not enough to do. You're either doing a race, you're doing a fucking uh, a parachute mission. You do. There's only like five different types. They haven't totally worked in heists to it yet. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of potential there. But the other day, Dan and I were talking about this. Um, like, what is the the endpoint? What did we want to do? So recently, because of all the bugs that they were having with GTA Online, Rockstar released the stimulus package. So everyone who was playing in October got five hundred thousand dollars. So with this five hundred thousand dollars, you would think people are basically what Dan and I did. We we uh, upgraded some of our cars. We upgraded our guns and ammo and stuff, and we wanted to buy a garage or somewhere. But you know, with the, the, that amount amount of money, like one of the major things in the real estate part of GTA Online and, and the game itself 
is that you can buy a house or an apartment or condo or whatever. And we're thinking, like, what the fuck do you do in an apartment? You have your friends over to look out a window. And uh, I was, I heard that originally that they were going to build in, like, oh, you could play games or do activities (laughs) at these places. And uh, I think Dan and I were talking, just riffing about how, oh, you're playing, you know, uh, some arcade game in your apartment. Why don't you ever go outside and play with us? Like, go outside and Los Santos and go play with us. Why are you always hanging out in your apartment? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it gets really, really meta at that point. Yeah. But I think that that's kind of what GTA Online is. It's like, it is like Second Life. Sure. You know, that's what they want it to be. Right. They've built themselves a nice template to start with, and it's it's kind yeah. of barren now. But yeah. I think they're like you said they're going to keep building on. Once to they it. start putting yeah. heists and missions, like really like deeper yeah. pl- gameplay in there, yeah, I feel like it'll be fun. Right now, it's you can choose to go wild and go around shooting people, which is fucking fantastic. That's what most everybody chooses yeah. to do. Yeah, so. yeah. You can do missions, and and the missions are like I said, they're they're very repeat, repeat mm-hmm. offender. Um, but like, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of hope there i think there's a lot of potential there yeah yeah i mean they did a better job than you know the obamacare website so. <laughs> that's true did you listener, they, did, they did a lot better than sim city listener know. did you think that you were going to hear obamacare on let's, today's let's episode do, let's, that's, that's let's talk okay surprising. guys guys let's talk politics let's yeah. talk something important to me if rob ford admitted that he smoked crack yeah. before halloween <laughs> mm-hmm. how many rob ford costumes would <laughs> yeah. have been at halloween uh, yeah that's all i can think you, about these how days do a, be, uh, how do you do a rob ford costume though you, you dress up like chris farley just chris farley and you just always, have something that looks like crack on you. <laughs> yeah and you're done yeah. you just be doing <laughs> that kind of movie. yeah that's more or less do yeah. you think americans actually care about that story since you know i think they do because it's so fantastic i think it's hold on a second especially in the area that we grew up we knew Marion Barry. Yeah. yeah. And Marion Barry was yeah, way before this guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so everybody's like, can you believe that a mayor... I'm like, yeah, I yeah. can yeah. believe that And then mayor. gets elected again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's, how I, that's how I felt old, was that I told people like, hey, he's like the Marion Barry of Canada. It looked yeah. at me blankly. I'm like, come yeah. on now. No, come <laughs> on. Really, you don't know? Bitch yeah. set me up. Everyone yeah. knows this. Yeah, Everyone exactly. knows this. Come on, exactly. guys. Come yeah. on. But guys, wait, I need you. to riff something real quick. I need to get something off my of my plate. Come on. Okay, so did you guys see Star Trek Into Darkness? Yes. Did you guys hate the ending as much yes. as I yeah. did? Yeah. God, I hated that. Yeah. I just wanted, I was like I was so angry to see Benedict Cumberbatch but go out with like a f- uppercut. So much right. wasted. I hated wasted. it so much. I was just like, it's such a build up to be dude. in four or five. It's a build up for his return. Ugh. They basically Ugh. took that episode of Star Trek and made it a movie so that they can pay off Khan's revenge yeah. in four or five. It's heartbreaking to see an actor as good as that guy is yeah. just reading. Like yeah. yeah, I mean his scene. Yeah, his scene when he's like in the the prison and he's like crying out of one eye or whatever. Like he's crazy. Yeah, You're like he's so. Good good yeah. and like in the beginning scene where or like when he's with uh, Mickey Smith from making Mickey Smith of Doctor Who do evil things right like you're just like it, there's no words but you can see it all in his mm-hmm. face and I was like yeah, yeah this is gonna be awesome and much like every J.J. Abrams movie I'm disappointed <laughs> at the end when there's yeah. like his when there's heroically uh, was it uh, 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 Kirk kicking the shit out of like a metal post to like go this like to go from an angle to straight up and there's the Jesus music like, oh, and I'm like he's just kicking a thing I don't understand like that yeah. my grandfather could do with the computer yeah. <laughs> oh, music for that and then to like have like 
you know, at the end of the movie, Benedict Cumberbatch goes, you know, it mm-hmm. would be as if, I was trying to think, it would be like as if in Dark Knight Rises, or Dark Knight, I'm sorry, The Dark Knight, mm-hmm. if you if you didn't see Joker for like 30 minutes at the mm-hmm. end, and then all of a sudden he's back. Yeah. yeah and yeah. you're just like, what happened to the dude? Yeah. What happened to like the main star of this thing? Yeah. I don't understand. A lot of people oh, like to God. hate on Damon Lindelof. But his, like, I think that the involvement of, who's it, Orsi and Robert mm. Orsi and the other yeah, writer, the those yeah. those guys, to me, are the ones who convolute. Uh, yeah. They're, they're both, for, for people who don't know, they also were the ones that kind of rebooted the Transformers universe. Mm. And they're very much like just bullshit ad- yeah. adventure writers. It's, just, it's amazing it's to great. think that at the end of that movie, it's like they have, we have RoboCop being evil. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yep. Yeah. Then, <laughs> He's evil and everything. But then, so, yeah. but, but then like, literally, if you think of, like, I was trying to think of, like, I watched the movie and I went, what the fuck happened at the end? Yeah. And so then I rewatched it and you're just like, so. Oh, my hunting missile. <laughs> okay, wait, you guys. Oh, that, that's a text from Ethan Meyer. You, What's the parking city? Wait, you park anywhere in the wait a minute. Oh, oh, literally yeah. two hours later. Yeah. Well, you guys, I'd love to keep going, but I gotta go park my car because it's definitely been towed two hours ago. Um, but yeah, but it was just like like to have a actor of that magnitude playing a character of that magnitude mm-hmm. to literally be off screen for like twenty minutes at the right. end. Like, yeah. Literally, there he's gone, and there he doesn't even do anything at the end. Yeah. Like, he literally is like, let's just fucking crash this thing, and then he just there's running away, and they have like a fist like ugh. You know what sucks Ugh. though? It's disappointing. You mentioning Robocop yeah. made me think that people that are fucking listening to this are gonna think you mean Joe Kinnaman and not Peter <laughs> yeah. Weller. I definitely mean Joe Kinnaman. Whenever yeah. I say Robocop, I mean the new one. Yeah. I don't know what Obviously. Joe Kinnaman. What is that? He's a yeah. What is he? What is no? That? I mean, Does I mean, whoever the guy was in the third one. That's the, what I'm talking about. That guy. Does he have as good a voice as Peter Better. Weller? Does he match no up? No one has. No one has a yeah. Peter Weller voice. Yeah. In fact, everything I see about that is so informed by, by the robot shit that we see now. Like. It, it doesn't even look like I, I'm interested in seeing Michael Keaton in that movie. Yeah. yeah. But I'm I, that movie itself doesn't look anything like the the genuineness, that kind of uniqueness of. of yeah, Vader I mean, I'm, I'm willing to to give it an opportunity, but there's no way I'm going to see it in theaters. There's yeah, no way. I yeah. can't even imagine just the internet. I just insane. hate, I just hate, like, every time I hear someone talk about a movie and it is a remake that they're talking about they're like oh man that was so good you know yeah. I, this is a bad example but if someone was talking about Total Recall and they'd oh, be yeah. like man that was so good when Colin Farrell jumped yeah. off the thing I'm like you know oh, nothing shut the fuck up this, it's like this yeah. the mask coming off is fucking you know what uh, three titties me, what disappoints me about the new Robocop is that they didn't cover up his mouth his one weakness yes they didn't they cover kept it up. that yeah, they that's kept the one, the one thing you keep the one, the one weakness yeah. yeah well see that's what I like is kind of based off the last podcast. I really like the new The Thing, better really than, better than the original. I'm just, I'm I'm just saying, about to stab you in the eye. This is about to be. I'm looking for things that I can stab you in the eye with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like it. There's like the CGI is better. I haven't seen it. How much uh, computer chess is there? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Can, can we all agree? Can we all agree? Can we all agree that the the 2011 The yeah. Thing that the CGI yeah. is better than Let's just get this out there. That old one, the old one, the CGI was terrible. <laughs> there, 
the guy we were talking about the chess game. You, he uh, was talking yeah, about yeah, that's yeah. the only computer that's in the game. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. well, I mean, it's kind of like you know, I was just watching uh, another John Carpenter classic, Big Trouble in Little China, and the CGI yes. is terrible in that. Yeah, that there's is, no all the computers. John Carpenter's use of CGI is pretty crappy pre-1999. That was '86. I'm also a little bit being a little facetious about this, but yeah, no, it is ridiculous. But no, well, that's that's kind of you know everybody. It's just it's just these you know it's just different generations. I mean, people yeah. are gonna have their movie that they they love more. It's just that you know you start getting into the get off my lawn period, and we're all in that at some point. Whether whether it's Most the media the that you love, yeah. you know, it's a movie you love or it's a video game you love. When you, when people start talking about you know we've talked about prequels already, we might as well talk about remakes. Remakes have ha- happen to be the the bane of a lot of our, our existence as we get older. Because there's something that we love so much, and you know what? We hold it on in yeah. such high regard, flaws and all. It's that same idea, though, as, as unnecessary sequels. Is yeah. you know, like why are we going back to the well on this? Why yeah. are we coming up with yeah. new stuff? Because coming up with new stuff is hard. Right. It's hard to do, and it very rarely makes money. Yeah, yeah. it always seems like to me that they should take uh, uh, concepts that were strong, but movies that were not. And yeah. then redo them. Yeah, yeah, sure. In such a way where you're like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, and not take something that works. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, the thing and itself the, the, is a remake. And and it is right. not a remake of a bad movie, but it's a remake of a movie that needed updating. Right. Honestly. Yeah. You know what really needs a remake? Mastermind. Remember that movie with Patrick with Stewart? Patrick Stewart, yeah. Die yeah. Hard in a Prep School? Yeah, yeah. That needs a remake. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, when you say Die Hard in a Prep School, I think of uh, Toy Soldiers. Sean Astin. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 So there were a co- that was almost the same genre of his own. Wait, is that Toy Soldiers? Wait, are Toy you talking about Small Soldiers? No, is Small that? Soldiers no. is the animated movie yeah. with Phil Hartman as the voice. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Phil right. Hartman. Bill McNeil. Yeah, yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, Bill <laughs> 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 McNeil. <McNeil. laughs> <laughs> That's a straight where, where, where your head goes. Yeah, Bill yeah, McNeil. It's been a good good uh, talk, guys. Is there anything else so you wait, want to say who, about who's, who's been on the show more, me or Dan? Hmm. You have been on the show three one, times. No, liar. Okay, this with is the, like my fifth. This is your fourth. I yeah, think. this is your fifth. Yeah. Dan, yeah, we, been, we're on twice together. We've been on twice together. Yeah, because uh, we did we did Devil's Race be, course. You guys, we did, you guys might be neck and neck. Man. Just with this one, you have not. Yeah, you, you this tied. is a push. This is a push. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. At least we're in front of that Eric Sippel and those other people yeah. that are on the show. That here, replacement friends. Here's yeah. The thing, Ethan, you live. Here's the thing. You live in New York. Yeah. I live. Thirty yeah. minutes away Here's from this man. I, I know he works with yeah. me. Hey, guess what? Guess what? I don't. I don't do Skype calls, dudes. <laughs> I do when I person. do a podcast, I show yeah, yeah. up in person. Yeah. I come from. I come from New York. Yeah. And fucking Eric Simple won't even drive down from Pittsburgh. <laughs> First, wait. He lives in Pittsburgh. Why are you even letting him on the show? First off, if you're within you driving distance, yeah. you should be on. Do you, the... do you know why he likes the thing? Because it's the '80s in Pittsburgh. They haven't. Got, they haven't hit this millennium it. yet. They just got. It's yeah. a brand new yeah. movie to him. Yeah, no, he yeah, he's excited about the RoboCop because he's gonna watch the first RoboCop for yeah. the first time. Man, it hasn't come violent. out yet. Come on. No, he needed to fulfill his quota of offending yeah. someone who listens. Well, to I have a lot of family. I have a lot guests. of family in Pittsburgh. I have a lot of material. I have a lot of Pittsburgh material. Wait, is that saved up for me? Pittsburgh. Well, because because you said he's from Pittsburgh, that like yeah. set up because but it was uh, the other there was another James guy. Bond. James yeah, yeah, Bond Pat, yeah Pat. Uh, Patrick. He's he's also Patrick. from Pittsburgh. Yeah, I heard he's from Pittsburgh, and I I stopped listening because I. <laughs> 
Because here's the thing. If you're going to be from Pittsburgh and you don't have a ridiculous accent, yeah. then you should live somewhere else because the only reason people like being in Pittsburgh is because they talk it's in a ridiculous manner. definitely not the weather. And they don't get laughed at. They don't get mocked. Yeah, they don't get laughed at because they say things like red up and, and weird shit like that. And I know because that's what all my uncles and aunts and cousins do. Do you have anything to say about George A. Romero now? I don't even know who that is. <laughs> really? <laughs> Come on. He's, he's, that guy, he's that guy from Pittsburgh who, yeah, that guy uh, who Pittsburgh. lives in Monroeville and he's got the weird glasses yeah. and things. Yeah. <laughs> and he makes he makes the, the Walking Dead prequels. Yeah, that's what he does. Yeah, right? the prequels, yeah. Yeah. His Man. most famous movie is uh, Bruiser, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. I thought his most famous movie was like the uh, King Arthur's Court, but on motorcycles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was that, that, was that Black Knight, the Martin Lawrence movie? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. No, it was, uh, was it Timeline with Paul Walker? No, I remember that. No, wait. And Michael Gerard Crichton. Butler. Michael Crichton, Jr. Yeah, that, that, was, uh, that was Disclosure with uh, Demi Moore. Yep. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Sure. There is a uh, nerd listening to this right now whose head is just like bleeding <laughs> from yeah. the chores. And everyone else has turned off. Scanners. Yeah. yeah, this has gone on way too long. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for being like, on the Like podcast, all of guys. our podcasts, we're yeah. Dan and exactly. I. Exactly. I'm just going to cut off the last 20 minutes anyway. It doesn't matter. Well, you could cut off the first 20 minutes, too. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to figure out where the mic needs to be. Hey, Merry Christmas to you guys. Since what? I probably won't uh, see you Merry one Christmas. before that. God bless us. <laughs> um, happy New Year. Happy July 4th. Yeah, um, happy yeah. Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah, happy Valentine's Day to you. Guys, 2014. <laughs> Who are you guys voting for president next year yeah. in 2016? Yeah. Right? Don't you mean 2020? Yeah. Yeah. I'm voting for someone who's not even born yet. Because yeah. that's the way the president's going to be someday. Yeah. A little bit. Miley, Miley Cyrus will be old enough by then, right? Yeah. Right? She'll I'd be like, for her. Can't be that bad. Sure. Thanks, guys. Thank you. You're welcome. Goodbye. Thanks.